Everyone needs to feel in control. We won't have control of our bodies, and we won't have control over our feelings to feel in control of our decision-making. Just think about all the challenges in your life and what would be helpful for you to deal with them. You're listening to Wellbeing in Sync. I'm B. Harris. I'm a psychologist. These series podcasts are about helping you with that, building your resilience and giving you the tools to take on the challenges. Hi, everybody. Here we are, episode two. Remember episode, just in, just in case you didn't hear episode one, I'm B. Harris. I'm a psychologist with Humana. Um, and what we were talking about in episode one is really being true to yourself. And then we spent a little time just talking about what is the core of yourself and what you have to take care of in yourself. And so I was just going through the needs that really matter, that are really primary to your survival and your health and your well-being and understanding the even the importance of value. So you have to protect that. You're in charge. When they say go up, grow up and take care, get your own milk and make dinner for yourself, that's really what you're feeding. You're feeding these needs as well, not just your body. Once we understand that we're all connected, that your mind and body are all connected and your spirit, then we understand what we're really nourishing. So we, where we left off, and I want to go on with you, is what the feeling of being in balance is like um, and how do we know when we're off. And talking uh, about the fact that emotions let you know that something's not going right. And actually, a lot of people talk about work-life balance. And I know that that's the expression. What it is is really a wish that, gee, I could meet all my needs. I'm doing it like a language translation. And shortcut means uh, they're saying work-life balance. And I can spend time in places or different places that feed different parts of myself. And actually, that's a great inner wisdom, isn't it? Awareness that you're not just certain needs, that you have many more needs that you want to support and other values too, uh, responsibilities in different places that you have. So that's going to be complicated. I don't have the answer. I have to say that because of my age, we grew up in an era where people never expected the work-life balance. They just responded to pulls on them. What's great now or where we are in the world is everyone really now is supporting more of having a voice and taking control of themselves and their lives and really thinking through what is it that really are, what are their priorities, what really matters, and what does that mean in terms of the actions you take? That you can't do everything at once. I know the expressions that people like to think is true that you can multitask but the reality is the mind doesn't really do that very well that actually it creates enormous inefficiencies but the only reason i'm saying that is that once we understand what our values are and understand that we have multiple needs we're going to have to make choices and we have to be thoughtful or reflect about what we're doing and how that really uh, really awakens or diminishes certain needs or values being met. Now, how do we know that? And what do we know? How do we know what we need? And because sometimes uh, in our lives, think about it even in terms of your own development, 
sometimes what we did in our life was what somebody told us to do or told us what we should do or, gee, you're good at this, you should do that. And we just do it because we weren't reflective or we weren't, that wasn't supported. We were, what was supported in our life when we were young is a value that had to do with being obedient or uh, being responsible to uh, an elder's uh, request of us or a parent or but sometimes what happens is, and I've certainly seen this as the years when I was my shrink phase, really now as a psychologist, I use what I know rightly actually here at Humana to know how it really relates to serving the, our constituents and our members and our associates needs. But people sometimes find themselves doing work or uh, expressing themselves in their lives that really doesn't meet fundamental needs that they have or values. Also, I wanna say this, your needs are always going to change. I mean, be the same, but they, the importance may shift uh, a little. So it's like your hierarchy shifts. What's number one, number two, it's like the hit list and um, your song. I mean, cause I listen to what the top 10 songs are and they keep changing and books too are like that, don't they? They tell you which one's on the list and it shifts, but you're like that too. You have your own uh, radio and song system and it depends on which part of your life, what you'll do. And uh, that can change. It's true also about your value hierarchy. There's nothing abnormal or weird about that. That's just who we are. That means we have to be awake to that. We have to know, gee, I wasn't, I'm not the person I was. Uh, I realize now that this is more important and that may shift in your time. Now, how do we know it's shifting? How do we know we're changing? How do we know that we're really answering our needs and values? And that's what we started to speak about. I sort of raised that in episode one and we're gonna continue with that. Is you're gonna get signals from inside, aren't you? The feeling of being in sync is really, I, I like that word, or you can call harmony, or harmony is a good music word too, isn't it? Uh, and, and so is in sync. You gotta keep up with the language of the times. Remember, I had to do that probably more than, I think I'm probably a little older than a lot of you guys, so I had to keep up with all the jargon. Uh, in a way, this is funny because we're talking about music again, but I remember learning the expression, give it up for, when we talked about all, but maybe we have to think about it for ourselves too. It's like, give it up for, or applaud for in yourself, certain values or certain things that we're doing and pay attention to it. Uh, the same way uh, that we do it with delight and understanding that we're doing something wonderful that supports our health and well-being. Now, what does that mean, even health and well-being? It really means that there are certain things that if you do it, will bring up feelings that these are the signal systems that says right on of joy. You feel an extraordinary energy that's positive. Uh, we feel flow, you've heard that term, but something that says you're in sync or you're in that space that it feels timeless and the most joyous for you. Now, you have to pay attention to that. Just as you have to pay attention that you're in environments that seem to really feel disturbing, or they feel like your energy is dropping, or you start to feel depressed. Isn't it true? Just think about it. When you hang out with somebody who's very negative, what happens? Don't you feel 
you're it's like a this is a downer. You can't wait to get the heck out of there. Well, that's real. You didn't make it up. There's nothing weird about you. It just says you're in tune. You know, it's like we're doing a lot of musical metaphors here, but it all works. That's why music is really fundamental to all of humans, because think about the rhythms of your heart and the rhythms of your body and the undulation. So maybe we're musical instruments in disguise that we have to figure out which instrument we are. So we have to start to know what maybe our own. I like this metaphor, don't you? I'm going to go with it. So we have to figure out which instrument we are. And that's another thing, too, in terms of who we are to understand that some of us are flutes, some of us, I took violin lessons, but I always sort of was a fan of the cello. Maybe it matched somewhere who I really was, something really deeper and maybe serious. I always had this deep voice. But maybe we're all different kinds of instruments, and that's wonderful. Think about what orchestras needs or great players or bands, or maybe you like trumpets, you like the horn section or drums. But isn't that wonderful that the world needs all of it? And so part of our recognizing is who we are, is that place when we have that feeling that says, I have to do this. This is joyous. And I have to say when I, because I tend to, I I guess I gave it away. Right now I happen to be watching The Voice, but I like those shows. That was my era. It was Major Bowe's original amateur hour when I was young, for any of you out there who know somebody who's older. But I loved it because when they tell the story, they said, I always knew I had to do this because I felt that's when I felt the most connected. And that meant without a word, they, but they did use the word, I feel connected to myself. So you know it too. And it it could be playing with the kids or building something in the backyard, or it could be something at work when you're having a great conversation about what you're doing. I happen to like stuff like that. If I'm creating at work and I'm co-creating with somebody, there's nothing more joyous for me. So that's, I've built that into my life. Anyway, we're starting to get it, aren't we, guys? We're starting to build something together. So let's uh, stop there for episode two, and we're going to move on to who we are and the expression of that because part of knowing all those signals will tell us now how we can connect to our power and what is it we do uh, that will give us more power to take action in the world and to have people hear our voice, which is an important need in who we are. See ya.